Welcome to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host this week, Liz Flora, and today we have two very special guests with us. They've founded a new skincare brand called The Outset. We have Kate Foster Lingill, a former fashion and beauty executive who is the brand's co-founder and CEO. Kate, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Liz. Great to be here. And also joining us, you know her from Lost in Translation, Jojo Rabbit, and Black Widow. But today talking skincare, award-winning actress and Outset founder and chairman, Scarlett Johansson. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. How's it going? Great. Thank you both for being here today and congratulations on the brand launch. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Scarlett, it was first announced in June that you were working on a new skincare brand. It was shrouded in mystery and we've all been waiting to hear the details. Now it's finally unveiled. Do you want to give the listeners an overview of what this brand is all about? Definitely. Um, so uh, we're here talking about our skincare line. It's called The Outset. Um, it is clean, effective skincare um, to be used every day, or as we call like everyday essentials, um, you know, and we're really focused on going back to the basics, paring down sustainability. Um, our line is clean and effective. Um, so those are all, you know, kind of the pillars of our brand. Uh, I have been working on this project for right when I met Kate, I'd been working on it for three years. So we've been working on it together for a couple of years. So it's been about five years in the making. Um, and you know, when I, I, for a long time, I was a brand ambassador for different beauty, luxury beauty brands, um, and beauty brands. And, you know, right around, I'd say my late twenties, I, I think I was just done representing someone else's beauty ideal or beauty standard and felt like I was confident enough to do something that really was, you know, true to me. And, um, I, it's, it's interesting because it's a, it's, there are similarities, I think, in the process of production, but, you know, it's a completely different industry than what I'm used to. And so I, you know, knew that I didn't want to license my name and I wanted to start something really like from a, from a plant it, you know, plant a seed and like watch it, you know, nourish it and watch it grow. And, um, it was a very, informative process, but it was, you know, very, very time consuming. And, um, I went down many different kinds of avenues and, uh, you know, I, I love beauty. I love all categories of beauty. I love color. I love fragrance. I love skincare, but, you know, I think I kept coming back to, you know, this idea that I, you know, I've, I've had, problems had had and have had problem skin for a very, since you know I was a teenager and um no matter how much glam or lighting you're using like at the end of the day you're really you know you wash your wash it all off and there you are and um you know I was just acutely aware of how I felt about how how my skin quality affected my self-confidence and um you know, it took me uh, a lot of like trial and error and many, many years to like figure out kind of like what was my, like, what was my, what is my everyday kind of routine that like gets my skin back to normal in like a baseline when it's all over the place. And um, 
I don't know that that kept that that idea just kept uh you know it was the idea that kind of kept sticking with me and um and when I at some point once I had realized that I wanted to do something that was that version of a pared down um line I I knew I needed to find my my person to do that with um you know that could help refine that vision even further and then, you know, bring it into fruition. And, and so I put my feelers out into the, you know, world of beauty that I had made relationships with up until that point. And, and that's how I ended up finding Kate through a mutual friend in the industry. And once we met, it all kind of clicked and it felt like we could just take, you know, this idea and, refine it and make it better and, and run with it. And so now here we are two years later and it's finally going to be out there and, you know, and we're, we're going to be able to share it with consumers, which has like been the dream this whole time um, and, and get that feedback because it is very consumer driven. Amazing. And Kate, your background is in beauty and fashion through brands, including Victoria's Secret and Juicy Couture. You each mm-hmm. have very unique career experiences that you're bringing to this brand as co-founders, does that mean you each take on different areas of focus in the company? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, Scarlett and I complement each other in lots of different ways, and it's truly just been such a you know remarkable and life changing partnership for me um, in terms of you know our roles here at the company. I mean, I operate the business on the daily, you know, so I'm I'm in the office with the team every day and. Um, oversee aspects of, you know, the financials and productions and operations um, and, you know, nuances of marketing just to keep, you know, kind of the the ship running. And I look after the team so that the team can look after the customers that we're looking to um, to engage with. And then um, I look after Kate. Exactly. That's that's exactly how it works. I call her and I go, ah, to talk me off this ledge of what's going on for production. And so that's pretty much sums it up. No, um, aside from being therapist and uh, cheerleader, uh, Scarlett is very engaged in, um, certainly in the product development process, in the overall brand direction, you know, big decisions for the company as um, as chairman. Um, you know, so I think we, we all carry our, our different weight over here and it's, um, it's been a really phenomenal partnership. So let's talk about the products. Scarlett, do you want to give an overview about what products are available with the launch and how you selected them? Yeah, so it's a really refined, um, six skews and, uh, I, you know, I was very much inspired by my, uh, I, I don't, I, it's, I call it like a mini skincare system or like it's an every, like a daily regimen of cleansing, prepping and moisturizing. So we have, um, the regimen is our, uh, cleanser, our micellar cleanser. Um, and it's very gentle. I wanted to, I wanted it to feel, I wanted to be able to, let's say you are using your like crazy peel or, you know, um, mask and, you know, you need to wash your face afterward. I wanted to, we wanted to make products that play well with others. So like you can use this cleanser for all of it. And like, it's never going to leave you with anything that's like burning or, you know, um, aggravating. Um, so that's our, our everyday cleanser and then followed by our vegan collagen prep serum. So that's, you know, really kind of 
nourishes your skin barrier and it allows your skin to, you know, prepare itself to like basically receive all the benefits from our squalling daily moisturizer. Um, and that's, that's that little piece right there. Obviously complimenting it, we have a, uh, and I'm always going to say this wrong, niacinamide. Oh my God, I'm so bad. <laughs> uh, she's had to say it for me about 400 times over I this know. past two years. But if you try Night to make cream. me say like bakuchi bucu- <laughs> oil, like I can't say that one. I know, like forget it. <laughs> um, it's our night cream, which is, you know, my absolute favorite night cream, hands down. Um, you know, we wanted it to feel both like creamy and luxurious, but also airy and fluffy. And at one point, Kate and I were using it as a hand cream. I was like, can we make this a body lotion? It's too expensive, (laughs) but there you go. Um, And then our expression lines cream for, you know, all those in quote problem areas. And then my favorite, like this is my hero product because it's just a kind of pet product of mine, which is our botanical lip rescue treatment. It's really like a lip lotion, I would say, but I, I, I was just desperate to create something that didn't require me to use six different lip products and like juggle them all around. Like now I'm using a waxier one. This isn't working. I'm going to use like a mask one that's tacky. Like now my lips are peeling off. I was like, I just want to use one product um, this winter to like save me from uh, radiant heat. And so (laughs) that's the lip treatment. And that's it. It's a very pared down, um, pared down little system. And each product I think, you know, they, they, the products work well, work best together, but they certainly can, should be used with everything else and, um, you know, meant for everyday daily, every, everyday use. Um, so that's us. That's the outset. And how is the formulation process? Kate, did you want to take us through how the ingredients were selected and what the testing process was like? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was a very um, long process. We didn't make it very easy on ourselves. I think, um, you know, because really we we created a lot of guardrails and a lot of um, hurdles that we had to cross. Um We've eliminated over you know, 2,700 um, ingredients of concern, and kind of the the way that we wound up in this kind of super clean um, but effective space is um, is through talking to consumers. One is that you know we from the very beginning we we talked to consumers about what their pain points were, and they were looking for you know nourishing formulas that really preserved their skin um for the future rather than kind of resurfacing or reinventing um and because most were generally happy with their skin um and in terms of the research that we saw and a big pain point was finding that balance between clean and effective and so that was really important to us is um you know, as we kind of benchmarked different products and the things that Scarlett was bringing in and I was bringing in and, you know, then we discovered really what these, you know, chock full of silicones and other kind of nasty ingredients that gave it their the performance, um, we really felt that it was important to be able to, um, you know, provide clean formulations that um, that were also effective. And so we have a botanical um, alternative to hyaluronic acid inside every product, um, what we're calling um, Hyalurset. It's a complex that's inside every product. And so that I think is really addressing you know, the, um, the clean but effective in the plumping, the smoothing, um, and uh, you know, really the healthy, radiant uh, glow that it gives skin. 
Um, but, you know, we really wanted to make sure that this was a brand that as many people as possible could participate in. Um, and so that really meant, um, you know, reducing as many possible irritants as possible in the brand um, or in the product formulations. And that included, um, you know, it's all vegan, it's fragrance free, it is um, gluten and nut allergen free. Uh, we have it clinically proven for suitable for sensitive skin. Um, you know, so really it's meant to, you know, whether, uh, you know, you're a consumer of a certain gender, generation, skin type, you know, it is um, a brand that everybody can um, reliably use um, to really elevate and, and simplify their everyday. You know, it's interesting because like in, as we went, started this, you know, um, discovery process, really, you know, you, you would have your benchmark products that you, you know, that you swear by. And, um, and then you'd, you know, break down the ingredients and it was like, whoa, I'm putting all this, um, you know, petroleum and mineral oil in on my face, um, daily, uh, for a decade. <laughs> and, um, you know, and it's also $200. <laughs> so it's like, I, I was so shocked, um, actually at like what, I was using and didn't really like, and kind of mindlessly saying yes to. Um, and, you know, then it was like, well, you're not, I don't want to put more of that out there. So it kind of, as it was almost like the, it was, it was eye opening in this way. But then once you knew the facts, like you couldn't ignore them. And I, I hadn't in, intended on putting out, um, you know, a clean skincare line. It wasn't like my focus. I wanted effective skincare. And then as I started to go down this, you know, road, I just had almost like a, yeah, you kind of get this like um, hang of like consciousness where you're, you know, sort of thinking or conscience, I should say, where you feel like you, um, yeah, you just don't, you, you don't want to be a part of a problem. You know, you're like, I want to, I want to put something out there that has like intention and that people can feel good about and, and something that we can proudly stand behind that has like a transparency to it. Um, and so that was that very much kind of, that started to be like our North star and it was, um, much more challenging than I think we anticipated, um, just because it was so hard to, you would get that awesome day cream that we were like, yes, this is it. And it was like, sorry, but the regulation just changed at the 11th hour. And now there's this one ingredient we can't have. And it was like, oh, we just have to, we'd be like, okay, we have to go back to the drawing board, you know? Or there was like a trace of nut in it. And we were like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Scarlett, everyone always wants to know about your skincare routine with very good reason. Is the product selection inspired by what you've used personally? Um, it is. So we, you know, like I said, we did have our benchmarks. And then, um, you know, I once I couldn't turn back from the fact that I was putting all of this um like all these chemicals on my face, basically, I, um, you know, we then had to kind of pivot. It was like, okay, I want this same kind of effect or the same texture or consistency, but like, how do we make this clean? And then, you know, how, how is it going to be effective? So, um, we 
ended up, we discovered a, a botanical alternative to hyaluronic acid that we call hyaluricet that's in every one of our products. And um, that was a real turning point for us. It was like, oh, okay, like this is an ingredient that we can get behind. It's definitely, you know, hyaluronic acid is something that I've been aware of for a very long time and was like something that was in my, you know, a lot of the skincare that I was using, but, um, you know, wanted to step away from something that was like as harmful. And so when we discovered that we could do it in a botanical way, um, you know, we were very excited about that. And, um, uh, yeah, so the products are definitely, you know, inspired by, you know, things that I've, um, responded to in the past. Um, but our, our, you know, our line is really like consumer driven. We are, we're coming at you with six products, um, that we stand behind, but we're really looking to create a community and we want, we, we want feedback. We want to know, um, you know, how, how you're reacting to it. And it's interesting, you know, we have like our blue sky ideas of where we would love the outset to go. Um, you know, especially, you know, with our kind of brand ethos of like elevating your everyday, like we could see that applied in many different directions, but, um, right now we're really focused on getting this part right and developing that relationship with the consumer so that we can focus on creating pro products that meet their needs so that it does it's not just like I, an audience of one and I'm the only person that's <laughs> I'm not just making these products like, here I love this you'll all love it too kind of thing um so that it really feels like it's a legacy brand that has you know longevity and people can use for decades as opposed to try it once you buy it once and then move on like so many brands do feel that way Speaking of skincare consumers, Kate, over the course of your career in the beauty industry, how much has awareness of ingredients increased? Oh my gosh. I, I think it's um, increased exponentially um, in the last few years. And, you know, certainly with social media, there's, you know, so um, communities kind of being built around passion for ingredients. I think, you know, colliding then just with um, overall awareness about um, not only the efficacy of products, but also the integrity or, you know, whether it's um, uh, how they're harvested to, you know, how um, beneficial or detrimental they can be to your health. Um, so I think that, um, it's, it's really become very important. And I, I think that played into part of how we named these products as well. Um, and we think that the outset as a brand, whether you're a skincare novice and you don't know where to begin, you can begin with the outset, um, as well as a, you know, beauty pro or beauty junkie who's really looking to pare back their routine or looking for, um, a way to simplify their routine, um, a three-step, uh, regimen as opposed to 14 step regimen. And, um, so, you know, we are able to kind of message in, you know, that, to that duality because, you know, we'll call the products like the lip lotion or the night cream on the website, but also you can see, you know, you can look under the hood and see what um, are all the magic ingredients that are inside it. And we're naming it, you know, like restorative niacinamide night cream um, so that, you know, you can uh, understand a bit more about the products, the star ingredients and uh, their performance. 
Yeah, we've heard a lot about this term skinimalism in the beauty industry recently. People are ditching their 12-step routines. Scarlett, do you subscribe to this idea or consider yourself a minimalist when it comes to skincare? Um, let's see. I I I don't know. I don't really know. I don't I've never I've never had a 12-step routine. Um, so if that makes me a minimalist, I guess so. <laughs> um, I am very dedicated to my skincare. So um, I don't use a ton of products. Um, really, like these, I've been secretly using these six products for the last year. Um, and so that's it. You know, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I clean my skin twice a day. Um, you know, I use the prep serum before I use my day cream. I use a night cream and, you know, eye cream and lip, lip I use, you know, throughout the day. But I really am dedicated to that routine. Um, I, I, I rarely like step away from it. Sometimes, you know, I'll use a mask. I'm not a big facial person. I do kind of my own at home, you know, skincare, um, just because I'm afraid for other people to touch my face. I feel like I'm constantly poked and prodded at my job. And so like the last thing I need is, you know, more people up in my face and skin. And I kind of know what works for me. And because I have had problem skin, I'm always like extra sensitive about like using treatments that I'm, you know, wary of that. I just haven't, I don't know what it is, or I don't know the person that's applying it. Um, so yeah, well, I don't know if, I don't know necessarily that skin minimalist is what I am. I'm, I'm like a loyalist, I guess. <laughs> I think we're all looking, yeah, we're all looking for ways to press the reset button. It feels like right now. Um, so this idea of kind of minimalism that is trending, um, you know, also feels like there's something in the general zeitgeist about, you know, wanting to press the reset button and begin again. And, um, you know, and I'd say, I think that applies to skincare as well. Um, you know, kind of focusing on fewer, better products, um, you know, on the things that are really important and kind of cutting through the clutter and eliminating some of the noise that's out there. And so that's where we feel like this brand really thrives in that space. And normally on this podcast, we ask who is the target demographic or audience for a brand, but you've made it clear that the outset is gender neutral and age neutral. Scarlett, why was it important to have this be a big part of the brand? Um, I just, you know, I always rejected the idea of beauty secrets and, you know, felt like, like good skin is, should be for everyone. Um, and I always felt like it was, I don't know, such a sort of, um, there were these kind of key terms that you see or like little catchphrase, hot words, like buzzwords that you see, um, that's like, has, you know, kind of feel that feel either like ageist or, um, sort of pigeonholing in a way. Um, and I just felt like that went against my core values. You know, I really wanted to create something that felt democratic and that there could be a widely, like could widely encompass like a greater community of people. Um, because I think everybody, you know, feels better when they 
feel good about their skin and feel, you know, have it, it is so it's such a huge part of your self-confidence, at least from my, my experience. Um, you know, why not like try to offer that for, you know, as many people that are interested in it, you know, um, just was, it felt like just part of my like foundation, you know? And Kate, what's the marketing strategy for reaching this broad audience? What social platforms are you focused on? Um, social is interesting, I think, um, and definitely is is perhaps a point of difference um, for the outset um, in that, you know, Scarlett is not currently on social media, her as a personality. Um, and so it's less for us about monetizing an existing audience and kind of bringing them over to the brand. It's more about building a community um, from from the outset, from the beginning, from scratch. Um, so, you know, we are kind of taking that, you know, more like slow burn <laughs> concept um, in order to find people who want to be part of this journey with us. Um, and so... You know, we are definitely, in terms of social, going to be focused on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Instagram, you know, for some of the the things that resonate on Instagram, you know, like, you know, engaging um, with, um, you know, other fans of beauty. And then on TikTok, where you might see some things from behind the scenes um, of the brand that are you know, perhaps more kind of real and raw and um, <laughs> quirky and fun, you know, so I think the brand's personality um, will will shine through in, um, in social. And, um, you know, we're launching with direct to consumer first. Um, and so trying to get our feet underneath us first a little bit there, and then we'll be launching with Sephora um, on April 26th. So we're launching um, uh, theoutset.com on March 1st, then Sephora, um, all U.S. doors, um, and Sephora.com on April 26th. So, you know, there's lots of um, different strategies and tactics that come into play to nurture both of those businesses. And we see them both being really important ways um, to really engage uh, with customers and get their feedback and understand what's, you know, what's working for them, what, what do they want to see more of and, um, and begin that dialogue. And on social media, Scarlett, will you be appearing on the brand's Instagram and TikTok or just one? Uh, definitely. Yeah. If you, I will meet you at the outset. I'm really, it's, this is a whole new world for me. I'm very excited to, um, engage with our customers on, you know, in this like new way, um, I've mostly been excited about the community aspect of the outset. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's totally like a new frontier. Um, and engaging in this way feels authentic to me. I'm, I'm somebody who, um, you know, I'm a very private person. Uh, I'm like my ego is far too fragile for me to have my own <laughs> social media um, same same <laughs> identity yeah i just i just uh you know i i think i it's 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 really comes from um you know protecting like my own uh yeah like self self confidence i think in a way or my own my own like fragile ego um but uh you know to be able to meet with fans and consumers 
through the outset and um, introduce them to our team and introduce them to our process and, um, you know, and engage in that dialogue about skincare and self-confidence and, um, you know, how we can support one another in, in that, in that dialogue. Like that to me is very, very exciting. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. So do you think there's a chance we'll ever see a personal Instagram someday? Um, I mean, never say never, but I cannot imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine ever. I don't even know how that works. Um, and I definitely would never want someone else to like manage any part of my identity. And so I can't, because of those two things, I cannot imagine it happening anytime soon. But you, you never know, I guess. <laughs> never say never. Just a final big picture question. I know that the brand just launched, but looking further ahead, what is your broad vision for it? Will it stick with skincare or branch into other categories? What can we expect in the future? Yeah, I think we're de we're definitely focused on skincare and this is like where we're you know, we we are putting a lot of our energy into product development and how we can expand the range um, to include other products that, you know, boost this kind of system that we have. Um, you know, in the long run, you know, who knows? Like, I, I obviously body seems like, you know, that would be the next obvious step. Um, uh, you know, maybe someday we would want to play in color um, or fragrance. Um, but just knowing sort of how knowing the process to get to this point and how, um, you know, how all consuming it's been, you know, I think we're going to, you know, we'll take it one step at a time. And honestly, like that audience feedback is what we're looking for. Like we want to feel that we are tuned in to the community. And so we'll see. Absolutely. And I, I think with a platform like ours of, you know, really kind of simplifying um, beauty rituals and helping people find freedom in the uncomplicated, you know, is really um, a platform that we think can expand into other products. But, um, and we do have some like already, you know, in the works, but we definitely want to just, you know, put one foot in front of the other and, and start to get some feedback first. Thank you both so much for being here and for sharing everything about the brand. It's so exciting to finally see it. And we're looking forward to seeing all the developments in the future. So come back anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank for, you so much for letting us talk about the outset with you. It's been a long time in coming and we're very excited to finally share it with everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Tune in next week for another episode. And of course, if you haven't already subscribed, please hit that button.